one, one of my biggest pet peeves about this uh, software development tools versus data science tools is that for the longest time, GitHub didn't support having great diffs between Jupyter Notebooks, right? which was crucial. Uh, every time you made a change to a Jupyter Notebook, you would see the JSON instead of what the actual changes would represent, and you would get nothing from it. Um, my question to you, and we've talked about this a little bit before, I'm interested in a lot of these things that we are talking about, but I'm particularly interested in collaboration tools mm -hmm. for data scientists. Um, what has brought us to this state of having such poor collaboration tools for data scientists, and what are some of the solutions that you're envisioning for the future? I think um, we're at a decent place in terms of collaboration. The, the question is more fundamental. Uh, what is the workflow for which you need collaboration? Are the steps in the workflow well-defined? Um, what you mentioned about GitHub, I think that's still the case. You, if you still submit a PR, uh, you would still see the JSON for the uh, Jupyter Notebook. And um, this is nothing to do with GitHub. It's just that Jupyter Notebook is probably a very small portion of GitHub's whole uh, uh, roadmap. So, and this, this is going to take some time to adopt. And what I would say in terms of collaboration is the fundamental difference is between software development and data science is they're different paradigms. Software de development is very deterministic. A person comes up with some idea of what they want to develop and they develop it. And that workflow is pretty well defined. Whereas when it comes to data science um, in general or machine learning and deep learning in particular, the paradigm is completely different. It's very data driven. It's very experimental. There's a lot of trial and error involved. Uh, you hardly write soft. You hardly write code that you know you, you you just want to test and see if it runs. Whereas in deep learning, that is the thesis. You run hundreds, if not thousands, of models uh, to find one that works well, and it's very experimental by nature. So this is a completely different paradigm, and this requires thinking about collaboration in a different way. You're not collaborating on the code itself, usually not. Because in most cases, you're probably just using code from someone's GitHub repository or using a very high-level framework like Keras. Um, so, but what you're collaborating on is things like parameters. This is why people run hyperparameter sweeps, where the same code, but a lot of different parameters, so you run hundreds or thousands of jobs in parallel. Um, the collaboration is on the artifacts that are produced by running these running this code, which is the models. You know, typically, you cannot see the models, but you look at um, the results of the model, like the accuracy or the loss. And then you go back to debug and see how you can tweak these things. So the first step here is, in, in terms of new collaboration tools, is understanding and establishing workflows for data science, deep learning, and, um, and so on. And the second is building good products that solve them well. Um, and it's not, and I'll tell you, it's not an easy task because uh, there's, there's just not established best practices. And the, the way we do it is to solve, uh, at Floyd Hub, is to try to solve fundamental problems. Um, and we sort of treat them as building blocks. Um, so the first layer of solving collaboration is reproducibility. If, we're not, if I'm not keeping track of my own experiments, there's no way I'm going to be able to collaborate with you because you cannot reproduce them. And how are you going to be able to collaborate? So we try to solve reproducibility as the first tenet towards this. And uh, 
The second um, part of this is the ability to, for you to run these experiments. If, if I have a custom setup with my own version of CUDA drivers uh, or dependencies and whatnot, you should be able to reproduce them. And uh, it's, it's, that's a difficult problem to solve. So we handle the infrastructure and the DevOps part of this so that you have a one-click reproducible solution. Um, and then all layers of collaboration are on top of this. Are all the experiments managed in a way that they are discoverable? Especially if you're running hundreds of experiments, how do you keep track of them? How do you visualize the metrics and the results that these experiments produce? Um, and the collaboration as we talk about today in terms of software development, where you're able to comment on issues, all that is built atop these layers. And yeah, I, I, think, I still think we're still in very early stages, but uh, I'm, I'm really excited. That's a fascinating answer. The contrast between software development where you're really just collaborating on the code, so you only need to see diffs between the code, whereas in data science, you really need to see diffs between all these different things. Um, that's really what you're collaborating on. Cool. So we talked about data science workflow and how there's no standard around data science workflow. So I know that Floyd Hub's been obviously thinking about this a lot, and I know you just launched a feature where you can have a terminal and a Jupyter Lab window and some other things open in one web browser so data scientists can um, sort of do multiple parts of their workflow at once. So can you talk about more generally what you've seen in terms of different data science workflows and how that's led you to build the things you have at Floyd Hub? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what we try to do is, what we've tried to do at Floyd Hub is build a complete AI platform because we feel that a lot of tools are lacking in the entire workflow. And the way um, we categorize this is in three fundamental buckets. The first is the, well, it's the three buckets are build, train, and deploy. Um, the build phase is sort of the experimental interactive phase where a data scientist is using a Jupyter notebook or a Jupyter lab interface to play around with certain stuff. Um, and this is how typically people start. And once you have built something that sort of works, then you go to the train phase where you're running experiments at scale. You know, you might be doing hyperparameter sweeps, you might be on, on parameters, or you could be trying a lot of different models. And these are typically non-interactive, long-running jobs. Deep learning is typically known for jobs that run for several days, especially if your data set is large. And uh, this requires a different set of tools than what your Jupyter notebook phase might involve. And once you're done uh, with the train phase, you have something that you want to use, you have a model that you want to use, and then you go to deploy it. And deployment of these models is also a significant engineering effort. And so we have tools to help there as well. And collaboration is something that all these phases need, so we have tools for collaboration as well. And what we aim to do at Floyd Hub is make each of these steps as easy as possible so data scientists can focus on science like we talked about before. What you particularly mentioned in the beginning was the build phase. And um, the build phase, we have we introduced a new sub-product called Workspaces, which gives you a full-fledged cloud IDE for deep learning. And the idea there being, if you wanted to do deep learning on the cloud, all you have to do is click a single button, uh, choose your environment. It's zero setup, so you don't really have to install anything. Choose the type of your machine. Uh, we have multiple types of CPUs, GPUs, uh, depending on what your use case is. And boom, you'll be in an environment where you can just start developing. And this has Jupyter Notebooks, it has terminals. You can attach data sets uh, wherever they might be. 
So there is no additional work of mounting EBS volumes or downloading stuff from S3. Uh, all those happen behind the scenes and you can get started right away. Uh, in addition to that, if, if you're in a team, um, and I mean team in a flight hub setting, um, all of your collaborators or teammates also have access to your workspace. So um, typically what would happen if you're developing locally is you would check in your Jupyter Notebook into GitHub, someone else would see it, and that becomes a sort of an irreproducible problem, which is also sort of funky because this is an interactive um, experimental state. So a lot of Jupyter Notebooks, people don't want to check them in <laughs> because I'm just playing around. How do you collaborate in a setting where things, things are still experimental? And our take on this is to do this on the cloud so multiple people have access to the same what we called workspace. 